everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's September 17th. It's 2020, and we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my buddy, Tasteful Tides, Timothy Buell. How are you doing, my friend? Good. How are you, Stevie? I'm tired, man. Wednesdays are rough for me. Um, I have football, NASCAR, and because my internet went out last night, I've had double baseball podcasts today. So, oh, man. Um, for you. <laughs> it's, it's been a long one. Um, so, and um, I, after we get done with this, I got to go help my wife um, get ready for my son's first birthday parties this weekend. So, um, there you go. very nice. <laughs> All the energy, all the energy, um, all the energy drinks this way. So um, I'm excited that this is only a six-game slate. It's actually a really good slate. Um, it is really good. This is a great six-game slate. Yeah, and and with like football, and there's a NASCAR race. Like, there's gonna be U.S. Open golf tomorrow too. Oh, look at that! There's gonna be like. I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a lot of different ways that you could be different on this slate, which is always fun um, when we have a six-game slate. So, yep. Let's get into it here. Um, we get started with the Mets and the Phillies. Seth Lugo against Aaron Nola. Um, any interest here in um, Seth Lugo? I do. At, at 7.1K on DK, I think he's definitely a viable SP2. Uh, you're going to need to be, you know, there's a – quite a bit of a expensive bats on the slate. So I think you're going to need some value there. And I think he's got a really good price. The uh, Phillies have some injuries they're dealing with, with Hoskins and Real Muto. So this isn't going to be the same Phillies lineup that we're used to. Yeah. Um, obviously they're dealing with injuries and um, only Jacob deGrom can't get them out. So um... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was Hopefully... all on, I was all in on deGrom. So I, I feel your pain. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing serious injury-wise um, because, you know, he's one of my favorite pitchers in baseball. So hopefully it's nothing crazy and nothing serious on, you know, as far as, like, the injury goes. But, um, yeah, I, I think Lugo is in play. Um, you know, he's pitched really well in the small sample size that we've seen so far from him this season. Um, and, and, like, he threw 91 pitches last time out. So they, they slowly worked him out and stretched him out here. Um, some of the stats came – one inning, you know, appearances out of the bullpen. But, you know, even if you look at, like, his last three or four um, outings, like, he's only given up a few runs. So, I, I think he is in play. Um, you can't just you can't just plug in Nola and Bieber today. And, and like, that's what everybody wants to do. But it, it's just not going to be that easy. Um, Nola – yeah, Nola on the other side of this game. Um, what are your thoughts on him going up against the Mets? Nola is my definitely my favorite uh, large field GPP play because you I don't think you can just jam in Bieber and Nola. So everyone's going to want to play Bieber for good reason because he's the best pitcher on the slate. So obviously that's going to drive Nola's ownership way way down. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying that I'm going to play Nola, but I think I think for leverage he's a tremendous play. Yeah, I get it. Um I still think Bieber's the best pitcher on the site, and you kind of already said that too. But um, the Mets, they, they – I didn't want to say, like, this is, like, they've been lost, but they definitely look kind of lost at the plate right now. Um, they've had some really good matchups, and they've kind of struggled in them. So, I think Nola has the upside to out-pitch um, Bieber on the slate. But it also is going to depend on, like, if we get any cheap bats cracking lineups and, like, how um, how – Nola Bieber ownership looks like together. So there's a couple um, 
there's a couple of cheap bats that we can get to later that we can talk about that we can pair with, you know, Nolan Bieber. Let's look at the bats here. Do you have any interest in the Mets? I don't. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't see really. You know, you can always home run chase against B or um, Nola. He gives up, you know, forty four percent hard hit rate. He's a guy that you can home run chase, but I don't even see anybody to like really home run chase. Maybe like Dom Smith, but I'm not going to go crazy here. And then on the Philly side, you know, Harper, I guess. You know, like DD is fine, but like Harper's like the only guy that I have um, any like remote interest in here. And and I, and I think maybe you could punt with a guy like Andrew Knapp. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I just listen. I'm the king of the the punt catchers, and like my punt catcher hit two home That's runs on, like Wednesday. So, um. <laughs> You know, I I am um, like I'm cashing with Degrom because the Yankees catcher hit two home runs because I like the punt catcher. But overall, here um, I don't have a ton of interest in bats in this game. Just overall, no. and this game's in Philly, and usually like oh I like bats in this game. But uh, moving on, we got the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Chase Anderson against Masahiro Tanaka. Um, any interest here in Chase Anderson? Not at all. No, not 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 to uh, not going to go out with him. No. Nope. Yeah, like, not a terrible season for Chase Anderson. Um, you know, maybe he's getting a little bit better against righties, but throughout his career, he's always been reverse splits. This is a team with a ton of right-handed power. Judge is back. Stanton's back from the IL. He hasn't started yet, but these guys are – this team's loaded with right-handed power bats, and, like, that is what has killed Chase Anderson throughout his career. So, I'm going to pass on Anderson here. Um, any interest in Tanaka? I, I do I, I, a little bit. I, I think he's definitely somebody that you could go, you know, pair with Bieber, pair with Nola. Uh, I think he's got a little bit of uh, upside with that price. I think he can, you know, Tanaka, I think we're just so used to, he's been around for like seven years now. I think we're so kind of tired, tired of him maybe, but he's been very, very consistent his entire career. He's like the same exact guy. His peripherals are the same. And I think, I think he's definitely – worth a look on this slate <sighs> yeah like i get that like he's just 7800 and like if you're looking at anybody under 8k i think tanaka has to be in your player pool um he could get rocked in this spot it wouldn't shock me um if he gets to the sixth inning or you know even if he gets to like five clean innings like you know there's a good chance that they pull him and let the bullpen go to work you know they're not gonna typically let him go over like 90 95 pitches so um but like he's priced down for for it so um i I definitely see why tanaka's in play um any interest in the blue jays bats not not the blue jays for me no yeah the only way that i play the blue jays here is like stacking them but the problem is like bobachette's 5200 Tiosca Hernandez is coming back. It's 4,900. Biggio's 4,700. It's not like we're getting any of these guys at like a cheap price tag. So, and I, the stack. And I, feel, I feel like if they got to Tanaka, the, the Yankees bullpen's good enough to kind of reduce that damage too. So, the Blue Jays for me are a stay away. Yep. Um, as far as like the Yankees bats go, I think, you know, I said this yesterday. I'm going to go right back to, well, I think they're a top end stack on the slate again. 
Oh, absolutely. They're they're definitely. I I would guess that the number the number two stack overall for me on this slate. I'm going to be really curious to see what their ownership is like tomorrow. I'm definitely going to be really curious to see what their lineup's going to be. Uh, you know, Stanton's only 4,300 tomorrow. I, I know that he's just coming back and not not in the groove yet, but I'd definitely be firing him up on with that price. Yeah, we as we were starting the podcast, Luke Voigt matched a three-run homer, and um, like as much exposure as I had to him on Wednesday, like that made me super happy. So, um, again, it, the same reasons that I like Luke Voigt yesterday, I like him again today. Um, massive power. He has hit right-handed p- pitching with a ton of power. The dude has 19 home runs on the season. Like um, he's, he's mashing the ball. Yeah, it, it's just incredible. It's crazy how hard he's hitting the ball. So, um, I love the Yankees here and. Man, if Clint Frazier continues to crack the lineup at 43, I like him. Um, you know, even the problem even Mayhew is hitting home runs. I mean, he's 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 on fire too. This whole team. Oh yeah, Lemayhew's he's just his double his double home run did not make me happy um, on <laughs> Wednesday. Yankee stack without him, so <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, Cardinals and Pirates, Dakota Hudson against Steven Brault. Um, any interest here in Dakota Hudson? I think you can just because of the matchup, just because the, the Pirates rank last and, you know, basically every team offensive category. Uh, you know, Dakota Hudson, you know, his, his problem is walks. He doesn't, he doesn't K a lot of guys, but this is definitely a great spot for him. And, and, and he's got a leash. So if he's pitching well, he'll, he'll stay out there. So I, I think for GPPs, Hudson is a completely fine play. Listen, the Pirates stink. And, like, it's not, a, it's not a secret anymore, right? Like, they're bottom five in almost every offensive stat category this season. They stink. I can go out and pitch a, a decent game against the Pirates, and I haven't pitched in 10 years. So, um, I think that Hudson's in play. I hate the price tag. I, I like the fact that they priced him up, um, but I also hate the fact that they priced him up. So, I think he's super usable here. And then Steven Brault on the other side, like he stinks just as bad as his offense stinks. So like, I'm going to pass on him. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Dude has a, a five X FIP on the season with a strikeout rate at under 20% and a walk rate over 12%. Like there's just no reason to, and, and like the, the Cardinals are a super patient team in general. So Brault might not make it out of the fourth inning by just pitch count in this spot. So, um, like, I, I just can't play him. And he's cheap. He's the cheapest pitcher on the slate. But I'd rather take a shot on Casey Miz um, uh, against Cleveland before I play Stephen Brault. I completely <laughs> agree with you, yep. <laughs> um, listen, the Cardinals' bats are interesting. You know, Goldie's always interesting against lefties. Um, what are you looking at here as far as the Cardinals go? You know, the, the, the Cardinals offense have kind of been struggling this year, but, you know, Paul DeJong's 3900 so that's that's a pretty good price. Molina's 3.3. I think that's a, a fair price. I mean, they're, they're priced kind of, I think, low considering their matchup. So I'm not going to stack the Cardinals, but I think if I need – if I get price pointed and I, and I, and I need somebody at that price, I'll, I'll look to a Cardinals righty. Yeah, like I could see them as like a secondary stack. You know, Tyler O'Neill's twenty eight hundred. Harrison Batter, if he cracks the lineup, is twenty four hundred. So, yeah. yep. Like if you're make if you're trying to make like Bieber Nola or Bieber um, Valdez work, um, some like two top end pitch. I think the Cardinals get like ownership because of that. 
Um, so I think they're they're in play here. Molina's thirty three hundred. He's like a, a safer cash game option here against Stephen Brault. So um, I think the Cardinals are fine, and um, they're just kind of overall cheap here. Uh, do you have any interest in the Pittsburgh bats? Not at all for me. Yeah, like they they stink. They're, they're bad. Um, Colin Moran, when he was a third base option, like he was always a guy that was cheap and in play. I think you can still play Colin Moran on Fandle at 2,700 because you get the eligibility of like two third basemans if you want it. But he's like the only guy that I have any remote interest in in this offense. Well, Polanco's 2,500 on Fandle. I think that's okay, I guess, if you really had to. He stinks this year too, man. I yeah, like I know. I know. <laughs> all my all my Pittsburgh Pirates fans are gonna be like tweeting me and stuff, and that's fine. But you know, <laughs> if you're if you're a fan, you just gotta accept it. Like I've accepted like my Red Sox stink. So just like accept it because they're not good this year. It sure was nice seeing the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they nail a thing or two about cold hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code GRIND. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week two action. Enter code GRIND to get a shot a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code grind only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Indians and Tigers, Shane Bieber, Casey Miz. Um, listen, Bieber's the play. And like, there's no, there's no like sugarcoat in this. Like Brady Singer just dominated the Tigers and Shane Bieber is probably twice the pitcher as Brady Singer. So Bieber's going to sing himself to 40 points here. Absolutely. And 10-9 is just too cheap. I, I wish they would price these guys up a little bit higher, make us at least think about it, like 12K, you know? But it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I know. He could, be, he could be 15K, and I think I'd play him in this I, I know, but at least make <laughs> us think about it, you know? <laughs> I get what you're saying. I, I wish, like, I wish overall they were pricing these guys up, but, like, at what price would you not play him here? Like, that's the thing. Like, it's just that's the spot he's in. Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Bieber, even in, even in you know, large field GBPs, I, I, I'm, Bieber's still got to be the optimal play. Yeah. Um, let's go to the other side. Casey Miz, like the Indians are very hit or miss. This is a young, talented prospect. Um, he's super cheap. I don't think he's the worst option for large field tournaments. Not at all. Nope. Nope. I, I think at, at that price, I think he's completely worth a look for an SP2 in a GPT. Yeah, I think that, man, like we don't have a ton of options on the slate. Everybody's probably going to go top-end pitching, cheap Cardinals bats. Like, it, it, that's what the slate kind of sets up for. Um, so, 
go Bieber Miz, hope this game is two to one or two to nothing and load up on all the Yankees and cores. Like we haven't even got to cores yet. It, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's Miz or, or Lugo really. I mean, yep. that's, that's in my opinion. Um, let's talk bats here. Do you have any interest in Cleveland? If you go, if you go Bieber, Valdez, or Bieber, Nola, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Mike Freeman or, you know, Tyler Naquin, something like that. But in terms of the expensive ones, I, I think I'll pass. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest. Like, you want to target Miz with lefties. Um, unfortunately, like, they just don't have a ton of power lefties in this lineup, you know, Josh Naylor has been terrible at the plate this season. Um, Nyquin's like the only guy that I have any type of interest in. Um, and, and like, it's not even a, a ton of interest here because like they pinch hit for him all the time too. So right. He, right. he's 2,600. You get a couple at bats against Miz. He hits one home run. I, I don't hate it. I mean, that's, that's my feeling about Freeman is 2,400. He's, you know, probably going to start the top of the lineup. So that's it. I don't love it, but worth a shot. Hey, he's 2,500. Um, I read that, like, Cesar Hernandez is back from the paternity list, too. So, um, Freeman might not even be in there. Oh, so. all right. All right. Yep. Um, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Don't play anybody from the Detroit Tigers here. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, even Jonathan Scope is out. Like, he's hurt. Like, you can't even play him. So, don't play any of these guys. Um, Rangers, Astros, Jordan Lyles, Frambois, Valdez. Uh, Lyles has been terrible this season. Do you have any interest in him? No. I mean, his, his K rate's dropping. His walks are going up. Uh, he's given up a lot of a lot of contact. So, I think I'm going to pass against with Lyles. Yeah, it's a pass spot for me, too. Um, Valdez is somewhat interesting. Like, you look at the Texas lineup and they're – they have a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. Valdez is someone that can strike people out. Um, you know, ground ball pitcher. Do you have any interest in him? I, I think if you want to build a Bieber Nola, I'd rather see you go Bieber Valdez over Nola. Uh, that's that's just for me. I the, the the Rangers are just so horrible this year. Uh, Valdez is going to be getting extreme pitchers on on Thursday. So, uh, we already have that data. So that's going to, you know, help him up a little bit. And, uh, I think I prefer Valdez over Nola. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to try to play all three of these guys. Like I, I like all three of these guys. Um, I might pay up a pitching and just this player pool just seems like this is like a really straightforward slate. Um, do you have any interest in the Texas bats? Not at all for me. No. Yeah, I don't even know who you'd take shots on here. Like Tejada maybe at 3,100 if they bat him up towards the top of the lineup. Um, like Tavares has been – he's been struggling big time. Um, Yeah, I just – I don't see myself. Like Tavares is 2,100. If he bats leadoff at 2,100, he's a switch hitter. So whoever comes in from the bullpen, he's not going to be like uber affected from it. So maybe him. Um, I like Houston a lot. I think Houston's an interesting pivot off the Yankees and cores. Um, what's your thoughts on the, the Houston bats here? I, I completely agree with you. They, they probably are the top leverage stack. Uh, Springer, Altuve's still really cheap. Uh, Bre Bregman's back now. 
they're, I think this team is starting to pick it up. I think they, they struggled a little bit early on, and now they're starting to hit their stride. So I think they're the one of the best uh, large field GPP plays on the slate. Yeah, um, I definitely can get behind Houston for sure. You know, Jose Altuve is just – he's having a rough year, but how much was that injury-wise? Like, him coming back from injury now, once he gets his timing back a little bit, could he be better? Um, Really only time will tell us, so. Um, All right, man, we flew through this slate. Uh, Last game we got the Dodgers and the Rockies, Julio Arias um, against Kyle Freeland. Any interest here in Arias? No, not for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on him, and then I'm gonna pass on um, Freeland facing the Dodgers in course. Yes, I will also pass. <laughs> uh, let's talk Dodgers bats here. You know, I, I think the first thing that will be interesting is like it doesn't look like Pollock might play. He's still kind of banged up, so like right. maybe we get a good lineup spot for Kike Hernandez at 4100 in course. Yeah, that that'd be nice. Um, I, you know, it's it's just all the righties for me. And then I and I think to be contrarian, you you go with guys like Seager, Muncy, Bellinger. I don't think. I mean, they're so expensive. I don't I don't think they're gonna be that popular. I think it's gonna be a way to be different with your Dodgers stack. And Turner came back over the weekend. For anybody like me that doesn't play like DFS fantasy baseball on the weekends because they're playing NASCAR yeah. and football, yeah. so um the lucky leprechaun is back um he's still mad that my beard looks better than him but um i, I don't mind him either i like muncie i think muncie's like an uh, the ultimate leverage play on this slate um 5200 if they get freeland out and like he still gets like two or three at bats against the righty like he's the ultimate leverage play here so listen I, I love the dodgers let's be real we all know like it, it's no secret i stacked the dodgers and now they're in cores like you know i, I love it um, the Rockies here, the Rockies are interesting because like they went out and they made some moves right before the trade deadline. They got like Pilar at 4k, um, Matt Kemp is 3,300, you know, depending on like if Hampson gets a decent lineup spot, he's 3,300. Like they have <laughs> cheap bats here. It's crazy. Yes, yes, they do. Yep. And, and, uh, they're definitely, you know, they got the platoon advantage in cores. I'm not going to sit here and say they're the best hitters, but, I mean, that's these are the type of guys that you're going to have to fill your rosters out with if you're going to be paying, you know, for Bieber and Valdez or, you know, Bieber and Nola and still getting some Dodgers in there. So those those guys are firmly in play for me. Um, Let's play the morning grind game, and we're going to get out of here. Um, it feels like that podcast was one of the quickest ones we've ever done for a six-game slate, but um, I feel like this is one of the most straightforward slates we've done in a long time, and that means uh, Bieber and Nola are getting rocked today. Um, no problem. So um, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Um, who do you like? I'll go Lugo. All right. Um. I guess I got to go with the Miz, I guess. Um, <laughs> give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Uh, Urias. Yeah, I think he's the obvious choice here. I'm going to go with um, Valdez as the, the other guy. I, I think all these guys outside of Julio Urias um, you know, end up getting there. Uh, give me a home run over 4K that's not in course. 
judge. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to back days with Luke Voigt. Um, let's get another I one going. To do that, but I knew you wanted him, so I didn't want to steal it from him. <laughs> I had a couple. I had a couple ready to go. Um, give me a guy under 4K to get two hits. That's not in course. See if you take my guy. Jose Altuve. All right. Did not take my guy. Um, I already wrote it down. Paul O'Neill. Just kidding. <laughs> you w- I wish it was Paul O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill. Um, I think he gets. I, I think he has a big game here. I hope he has a big game here. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs. Houston. Kind of figured you were going to go Houston. Um, I think the Yankees are too easy. I'm going to go with St. Louis. Um, St. Louis gets the job done. Let's go. That's good. That's a good one. All right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. I'm going to go do some first birthday prep um, and uh, maybe get a little bit of sleep um, before baseball, golf, NASCAR, um, football. We got all kinds of stuff going on on Thursday. Fourth weekend. It is. It is. That's for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back on Friday talking some more baseball. Good luck in your contest and we'll see you then.